This week on Low Earth Orbit, we review Raiders of the Lost Ark. We'll start off with no spoilers and then move on to spoiler discussion at the end. So this week on Low Earth Orbit, to celebrate getting to 50 subscribers on our YouTube channel, we're doing another retro review in the same flavor as our Fifth Element review that we did when we got, was it 20 or 25? 30. 30? Yeah. Okay, so when we got 30 subscribers, we reviewed the Fifth Element. Uh, this time we're doing Raiders of the Lost Ark. This came out in 1981. It's directed by Steven Spielberg, stars Harrison Ford, story by George Lucas and Philip Kaufman, and the music by John Williams. And it was super successful at the time. Um, it's one of the highest grossing films ever made, and it won a ton of Academy Awards, including Best Art Direction, Best Film Editing, Best Sound, Best Visual Effects, and Best Sound Effects Editing, and was nominated for Best Picture. So that's a big movie. A lot. Uh, and in 2012, it was actually re-released to theaters uh, as an IMAX restoration, which I went to and thought it was super cool. Um, so Steve was telling me just before we recorded that you had actually never seen this movie You'd seen maybe like the last scene, but you've never seen the whole movie. Yeah, I thought for sure I'd seen more of it. And I watched all the way through and I, I have not, I didn't recognize, I really recognized nothing until basically the submarine appeared. Okay. Like, oh, wait, you know. Okay. Sort of and you, you've not seen it at all? You've seen pieces? I, I may have seen a little few scenes here and there, but I've definitely never seen it all the way through. Uh, I've only seen Last Crusade and Crystal Skull all the way through. Okay. So I haven't seen any of the other two until seeing the first one just now. Okay. So I've seen all the Indiana Jones movies multiple times. <laughs> so uh, have, you read, have you read the Disneyland ride? I've done both the Disneyland ride and the Walt Disney World show. Okay. Uh, See the multi-pass. I know. And I have the Indiana Jones official <laughs> licensed hat from uh, Walt Disney World. So I'm a bit of an Indiana Jones okay, fan. Okay. So I think we already know what my review is going to be. So I don't know which one of you we should start with. Maybe Steve. What did you think of Raiders? Uh, so I, ha I had seen The Last Crusade, okay. uh, which I liked a lot, and or at least I watched it a long time ago. Uh, I probably <laughs> liked it a lot. Um, and so, yeah, so I watched it, and I watched it like in, kind of in two parts, and um, the first part, I, know, I really liked, I know, I'm, I'm uh, full disclosure, I'm like a really, really big fan of like ancient Egypt. And so mm. like I, you know, the setting was great. And like I, I love the, you know, the, you know, the mystique, you know, and all this, you know, all the, the little all the scenes that take that taking place. Um, this isn't spoilers, is it? Like maybe we should back up and explain the premise. Yeah. Does it know. <laughs> so the premise of the movie for anyone who may not know what the plot of Raiders is takes place in the 1930s. Indiana Jones is an archaeologist who is a professor at a college, but also goes out and acquires these antiquities and does so in a very swashbuckling sort yes. of adventure way. And um, he gets approached by CIA Army intelligence basically saying, we've intercepted some Nazi communiques and they're up to something very suspicious and we want you to go check it out. Is basically mm -hmm. the no-spoiler version of the plot. And so then things ensue. Um, so anyway, you were saying, so the ancient Egypt and all of yeah, the so those settings. Yeah. So quickly, 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 they end up in Egypt and, um, I, I love all this, I love all the setup to it, you know, and that, and that first kind of, you know, bit of exploration they do. And then they like find some things or some clues for some more things. And I don't know, like that. I like the first, like the first act mm -hmm. a lot. Um, and then, you know, I don't know. From there on out, it's it's an action movie, really. You know, and action movies aren't really my thing. And I, I mean, as far as action movies go, it was you know it, it's kind of funny and entertaining along the way. So you know, I, 
enjoyed it uh, as much as I do any movies in this genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helps it has Harrison Ford in it and, you know, he's goofy and entertaining and uh, kind of endearing. So, um, you know, I, you know, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. I mean, I, I liked Last Crusade a lot more, okay. just be, but mostly because it had um, Sean Connery, Sean Connery yeah. and the Sean Connery, Harrison Ford, like dynamic yeah, was amazing. Be. You know, I, I love that. And so even even like this, like the long action scenes in in Last Crusade are just absolutely hilarious in ways that like Raiders doesn't quite reach because it doesn't have that, that interplay between those characters. Um, so maybe if I hadn't seen Last Crusade, you know, before I, okay. I might have had a, you know, a bit more higher opinion. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, overall it was, you know, I enjoyed it. I, I didn't love it. Um, but uh, I kind of knew, knew going in that it was an action movie, so yeah. that helped set my expectations, you know, the right level. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here, here's, here's, here's my dilemma. I am very aware of the fact that if you, if you poll somebody who had grown up in the 80s and you ask them, what is your favorite movie? Mm-hmm. You basically have a 50-50 chance of hitting one or the other of Empire Strikes Back or Raiders of the Lost Ark. Probably and in sure. fact, to the point that I forget what the there's a there's a site where you can basically re, you rate all your favorite movies of all time mm-hmm. in like bubble sort of style, kind of like Netflix, you know, but you're just rating your movies. And I think they statistically don't allow they don't allow due to statistics putting those two movies against each other because they consider them <laughs> too close. Oh, wow. So yeah. so this is these are like the the two holy, you know, you don't touch, you don't question whatever movies. So and I had never seen it before and I had seen Last, Last Crusade. Like I said before, like I actually really, really like Last Crusade for the exact reasons that you that you mentioned, Steve, is that the playoff, the playing back and forth between Sean Connery and Harrison Ford, it's awesome. And just all the sort of the adventure aspect, like all the different places they go rather than just staying in the one place. You know, they do all these other things. And I've seen that movie many times. Um, I've never seen Temple of Doom. So I was expecting Raiders to be like just sort of a, a slightly less refined version of Last Crusade. And that was not the experience I had at all. And I think maybe my problem is that I was expecting, in, in retrospect, this is this is probably my mistake. I, I did not like this movie. And I think probably the mistake I had is that I was expecting to have a current day kind of like sense of realism. Mm, okay in that setting, you know, or something close to Last Crusade. Even Last Crusade is kind of like cartoony and stuff. But there's a lot of moments in Raiders where I was just like, this is like cartoon logic that's playing out. Like there's all these, like the monkey thing. I couldn't, I could not get my head around what was going on with the monkey. The the little mm-hmm. like thief monkey, whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, he somehow like is in on the thing. <laughs> like he's like <laughs> spying or something, and like he, they're he's communicating with this guy with the eye patch, and then the guy with the eye patch is like, <laughs> you know, you're in cartoon land. Instantly. Yeah. Well, actually, before that, I mean, there's the guy with the 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 first Nazi that they run across, like the in the in the tavern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like then you know you're totally like off the deep end. In cartoon yeah, land. And yeah. That, for me, that helps up my expectations. I'm like, okay, I know where we're like, at. Right. Right. Goofy at that point, see, at that point, I should have I calibrated at that point, but. There's so much. It, it, it honestly, it's almost like the level of cart. I, when I think of the, he touches the amulet or whatever, mm-hmm. and his hand burns. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I don't think they ever explain what's going on there. Right? Is it just because he's Nazi and it's was like it, a sacred? No, it's because it's in the fire. Yeah, yeah, I fell in the fire. Oh, I totally. Okay, I didn't realize. Okay, because she picked it up afterwards and she was. Fine. No, she bit with a cloth. Okay, I thought that was some sort of like occult thing that was going on. That makes a little bit more sense now. But okay, so the action scenes. I actually had the exact opposite reaction. I think for the most part. 
I like the last 40 minutes of the movie much more than the first hour or whatever it is because the, the set piece things are actually really super well done. Like the, having the, the, I don't want to spoil anything, I guess we're going to spoil <laughs> it, but, but the, the, the set piece things are fun because it just keeps going and going and like, oh my God, this crazy thing's happening. But early on, like the, and I really, I feel like I'm breaking people's hearts, but I know this is a lot of people's favorite movies, but I, you know, honestly, the, the, the problem for me is that like the, I think it's because so many movies have come after this that use this as a template. Mm -hmm. And also now we know what all the tricks they use back in the day. So like when you're seeing an action scene and you're hearing these like really like, like goofy gunshot things like pew, pew, and it's like, mm, that's what a gun sounds like actually, you know, and they're always like the fight scenes are just, you can see the choreography, you know, it's, it's, I, I couldn't buy it even for a second. And I, had I known that going in, I think I probably would have been a little bit prepared, yeah. better prepared for it, but I just couldn't get past that. And here, I think I probably know now how Steve feels during like space movies where he's like all these inaccurate things are happening because I have to talk to you about <laughs> the snake pit thing. This is <laughs> the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. First off, let's start with the basics. So how long had this this thing been sealed? Like oh, thousands of years, yeah, right? Yeah. All these snakes, they're fine. They're just <laughs> eating nothing. No light, air, water, anything. They've just been there for thousands of years. A lot of them, in fact. I don't know what's thousands going on with that. Of snakes. Maybe they come and go. There's some. Well, there were the holes in the wall. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and they all, and they all stayed in there, right? For some reason. So there's that, and then he makes this one of the. I forget the guy. Um, their like cohort, whatever his name is. The guy. Sala? Or, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So he makes some comment. He looks down in the pit, and he's like, "Oh, they're asps. Mm. Very, very, you know, very dangerous." I think you never see a single asp for the rest of that scene. <laughs> they have Burmese pythons. They have boa constrictors. And the, the the like perfect moment is he's up on the statue. This isn't really a spoiler. It's just a, a thing that happens. But he's up on the statue and he grabs the snake. Uh -huh. And when he picks it up, it's a Burmese python. And he drops it on her uh -huh. and, and it like falls on her. By the time it, it somehow from, you know, being launched from the sky <laughs> down to her shoulders, it morphs into a ball python. <laughs> totally different species of snake. <laughs> so, you know, and there's in that whole the way they get out of that that situation, like it's literally plywood that they knock over. <laughs> it's supposed to be stone. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't take this. So it was very hard. I mean, I I was I I love loved Last Crusade and I was really expecting that level. And it was up until the last 40 minutes. I just was I mean, I was really having a hard time getting through this. Yeah. Harrison Ford actually does a really good job acting considering the context. But oh, the other acting. Oh, bad it's so bad <laughs> by by today's standards you know sure. i'm sure at the time at the time i understand that if you'd never seen anything like this all these other movies that have come since mm -hmm. you hadn't seen those it would blow your mind because it's just like all these special effects i would never seen and this whole swashbuckling thing like it was brand brand new mm -hmm. right but without that padding it you know without that sort of lifting everything else up the newness yeah the newness of it yeah it's just it's really hard to get through. I mean, I and I I really love this idea. You know, I really like Uncharted and mm -hmm. like Tomb Raider, that kind of stuff. It's really fun. But um, I just I couldn't get past the like yeah. acting and the, the all that kind of stuff. So I wondered, I mean, did you watch it on your like giant, you know, yeah. high, high quality television you have downstairs? Like yeah. I watched it on like a little tiny iPad screen on an airplane. I wonder if like some of the like <laughs> production values, you know, kind of. I'm you know, sure. Yeah. At the end, I mean, there are there's some really I mean, I mean, special effects. I mean, the very, the very end, like, you know, or anything that involved, well, maybe we shouldn't say because of the, the, the spoilers, but like, I mean, there were certain points where the, the, the special effects were clearly like not to modern standards. But yeah. for the most part, like, I, I definitely did not like get the plywood wall bit, bit or any of the other like poor special effects up until close to the end. Okay. 
Yeah. Except for the one scene that takes place, like, you know, halfway through with the staff, you know, that was pretty clearly, poor, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think in generally it was mostly practical effects, I think, for a lot of stuff. The one thing, the one thing in that sort of vein that does kind of get me when I watch the movie is that at the very beginning where he, like, swings over a gap on the whip yeah. and, like, he just barely grabs onto the edge, and you can see like the entire wall just kind of goes. Like, oh, maybe not solid rock. But there was another movie, a surprisingly modern movie that I was watching just a few weeks ago, and I cannot remember what it was. But it was the same kind of situation where somebody had to like fall into, or no, actually, it's not that modern. I think it was *Romancing the Stone*, which I think is actually from like 1984. Like, but like. Uh, it's the same sort of thing where somebody's supposed to like you know swing into like a rock wall or something. And when they hit, you can see the stone kind of yeah. go. Burr. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, styrofoam rock. Prince, good. Yeah, <laughs> ship it. Um, yeah, I so, think that. No, go ahead. Actually, I was to say. So, you, as the the one of the one of the three of us who loves this the most, like, what what is it that that you love about it? I don't know. I mean, I. So I don't even know the first time that I saw this movie um, a long time ago. When I was a little kid and I don't know. It just has, you know, when you're a kid, you're willing to overlook like all of the weird like Absolutely. production level stuff yeah. and you don't, you have like no expectations, that sort of thing. And it's all, it just feels like so much larger than life, like all of it, you know, and it's like so easy to get sort of swept up in the adventure. And it does like when I watch it, I guess I see like, you know, the bones of like Uncharted and Tomb Raider yeah. and like all those movies that came after it, I, you, you see the template for it in there. And it's just, I don't know, it's cool. And I like, ah, just the whole way it's structured. Um, and I mean, the way, I, sorry. Yeah, I don't know, just the way that like, it has a sort of the slow beginning, but with like the mysterious stuff going on. And like, I, I like all the different like locales that it goes from. We start like the jungle and then like Tibet or like Egypt, and, like all this different stuff. Um, so I don't know. I It's just, uh, I don't know, it's just very nostalgic for me too. Yeah, you know, having I, I seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, the one thing I want to say is I think the, the scenes that do work tend to be the scene, at least for me, mm -hmm. the scenes that work are the ones where he is alone on mm -hmm. the screen. He's doing something because there's he, he's honestly a much better actor than most of the other people in the movie. So when it's not when they're when somebody else isn't trying to be the kind of cartoony bad guy mm -hmm. and it's him just like when he's at the idol. Right. That yes. famous scene. Right. Oh, that's so good. And it's he's he's so dialed into what's going on. Like you believe that. Like I, w I was able to suspend my disbelief at that point because I. I He's doing such a good job of being in that moment, mm -hmm. you know, and even with the giant rock, you know, rolling after mm -hmm. him, that whole thing. But it's just once he starts interacting with these like completely over the top, like villains, like yeah. complete like Looney Tunes, you know, <laughs> reminds me like the guy from like Roger Rabbit. Yes, it? totally. Even with the glasses. He's yeah, like, exactly. Same, like, yeah. Little round glasses. And it's just yeah. there's this there's this leap of like, you know, realism is suspended just so much that mm -hmm. I, I can't get past that. But the thing I wanted to mention was that I think one of the things that's helped in the bottom third of the movie the last third mm -hmm. of the movie is that they're not in these really confined sets right so mm -hmm. they're out in these big open areas and it's like a real car and it's like a mm -hmm. real plane and you know but if you're in these like little fully you know contained obviously they just didn't have much space or money yeah. or something i don't know what happened but like but it's obviously a set yeah and it's it, it's so small like that that pit viper situation mm -hmm. right like it was just one room mm -hmm. you know it, these things are huge like <laughs> the pyramids are huge and even when they were pushing the the brick out apparently that was what like made a styrofoam or something yeah. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but once they got it's away like two from, tons yeah. stone and they're just gonna <laughs> but once they got away from all that craziness and they were actually out in the real world doing like real stunts mm -hmm. it's like okay it, it picks up and that's believable and also the other thing is that at that point a lot of times it's him just trying to like hold onto the car or something mm -hmm. like that or mm -hmm. you know it was it was harrison ford being on the screen being indiana jones and yeah. those scenes work i think there's a lot more of it at the end but yeah 
I think in general, a lot of the cartoonishness too comes from the fact that like it's very explicitly supposed to be the movie version of like 30s and 40s like pulp comic books. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where some of that comes from because I think the whole plot is like ripped directly from those. And like, yeah. and for some of these, you can almost like see like the panels, right? Like, yeah. especially the guy with the eye patch and the monkey and everything. You're like, oh my gosh, just yeah. totally cartoon character. Yeah, like, that or, like, would be the scene with the, the way he puts the, the palm up to the camera, you know? And like, you can just imagine, you know, the, the comics, you know, like panel where it's, that's like the, the, the almost the entire panel is just yeah. his palm of his hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But oh, so one of the things with, um, it kind of being the first of its kind. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel this way about Citizen Kane. I had to watch Citizen Kane for I a film class, and I was like, oh, man, this movie is supposed to be so awesome. Like, whatever. You sit down, you watch it, and you're like, wow, is that <laughs> really it? And it, like, yeah, and it's just for exactly the same yeah. reason, which is that, like, well, it was kind of the first of its kind, and it, like, invented all these things, and everybody's ripped it off for, like, the next, like, yeah. 80 years or whatever. Have you guys seen Vertigo? I haven't. It's, it's no. the same thing. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it's often neck and neck. I think, I think it recently, like, AFI voted it, you know, uh, ahead of Citizen Kane as the best, you know, film wow. of all time. You know, and like <laughs> say, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen Citizen Kane, but I watched Vertigo recently. The same, you know, also excited, and I was like, eh, barely got through it. It was yeah. one of the hardest movies to watch that I'd seen, you know, in a long time. Because they haven't figured it out yet. You know, it's like it's definitely they're yes. on to something clearly, but like they haven't they haven't got all the nuances of it right. You know, I think sometimes when people are, you know, kind of film buff people are. They're seeing it through that lens of, wow, this is before they had figured that stuff out. Yeah. And like, how did they know how to do that? And there was no internet to do, you know, <laughs> how to green screen, you know? And yeah. that, if, you, if you've got that sort of historical thing in your head, like mm -hmm. it would be, the, you know, if we're all programmers. So if like, if we saw some, you know, early prototype version of some Unix terminal running or something, yeah. be like, wow, that's so cool. And so you see, they're like, where's Facebook? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's useless, you know, so I can. It's all just text. I can understand why somebody who is like in that, frame of mind would would say vertigo is you know it's it was revolutionary you know which by the way i found out they they filmed some scenes at san francisco recently i mean they didn't film them recently <laughs> i recently found out they filmed some scenes from vertigo in san francisco oh well, it takes place in san francisco as that's well. an excellent reason that they done it, so. <laughs> we'll cut that part out <laughs> okay so should we move on to some spoiler stuff yeah i think there's just a couple scenes i want to talk about okay um so we're going to move to spoilers if you haven't seen the movie then now would be a good time for you to stop watching um but otherwise join us for spoiler discussion uh to get a hold of us you can find us on youtube at youtube.com slash low earth show you can find us on twitter at twitter.com slash low earth show you can find us online where you can find our archives of old episodes and all of the show notes about things that we talk about at lowearthorbit.fm and also email us with anything at feedback at lowearthorbit.fm so what should our next subscriber goal be for YouTube? So we hit mm. we hit fifty to to do this episode, right? So what what are we asking people to help us get to? Mm. Since you are the official scorekeeper, I so know. far, I feel like maybe we should do a stretch goal for seventy five. Seventy five, yeah, it's big numbers. All right, so seventy five, we're going on record as saying seventy five. We'll do a, a, another retro review. Yeah, that yeah. Work? yeah. People have suggestions of what we should review. You should send it, okay. send them to us in the meantime. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. <laughs> I was going to say something. I don't know. Why. <laughs> Okay, so on to spoilers. So, spoilers. what were some of the things you want to talk about? So, the some of the scenes at, at the end I actually really liked. So, the the whole plane rotating thing that that I think is oh, the movie's yeah. at its best. That fight scene, the plane, the that plane whole thing. scene. Oh, yeah. the plane scene was one of my least favorite scenes. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! Well, so, like that, like, like as soon as that big cartoony guy walked out, I, I had the same thought. Like, oh, this is totally like this is this is you know one of these little vignettes straight out of the 1930s, like you know comic books slash serial, you know, or yeah. like this big cartoonish guy who's there for no apparent reason to, <laughs> to just like be big and dumb and like you know, get chopped up in the propellers in this plane and. <laughs> 
Sure enough. There it happened. Like, <laughs> Chick. <laughs> Uh, but so the part I liked about it, this is literally going to diverge. <laughs> we're ending the part of the Steve uh, of the movie Steve liked, and we're gaining the part I liked. So um, I, the thing I liked about it is that when this, actually the entire movie series, I think, is when it's at its best, mm-hmm. is when there's all these sort of like simultaneous sort of things going on, like all these different like, oh, that thing caught on fire, and this guy is trying to come mm-hmm. at me from the back, and oh my god, she's still stuck in the plane, and you're yeah. like, you're trying to keep track of all these things, and you kind of feel like him yeah. trying to keep track of all these things, and it feels like that, that thing I've brought up again and again, which is like real peril. Like, mm. she is stuck in the plane. There's this guy who weighs 80 pounds more than me back here. Another guy up there has a gun. You're mm. like, how, how is he going to get out of this, you know? Right. And then there's a little bit of, like, humor element added, you know, here and there. Like, she picks up the machine gun <laughs> and starts shooting at people, and it's like, I did not see that coming. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Um, so those scenes, and then also when he's like on the he's he's trying to take control of the truck. Mm, yeah. And there's this re- this, this reoccurring thing of like he knocks somebody out of the truck, and then he gets knocked out of the truck, <laughs> and then he and and by the way, one of the major plot holes here yeah. is they're in this caravan. They're <laughs> he's he takes control of the car. Mm-hmm. There's people crawling along the side of the car, clearly you know getting into the the van and. Up front, whenever mm-hmm. the, the leader guy is, he is looking back and he's like, oh, something's clearly wrong here. <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep driving. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm like, I feel you would stop the car at that point. <laughs> well, at one point, he's like gesturing to the driver to like, like speed, up. speed up. Like, why don't they slow down? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. It's like, what are they doing up there? They don't have phones. You know, it's like, they're sitting along. Yeah, let's drive. You know, there's so many options. And I, I just, I mean... I was having so much fun watching that scene that yeah. I like I forgave it, but it's like <laughs> this is like you should be fired right now. <laughs> this is action movie. Logic. You are literally doing the worst thing you could be doing right now. And there's a lot of scenes too, like where they just drop them in the the snake pit mm-hmm. and they close it. It's like, all right, um, maybe we should have shot them or like <laughs> maybe just check the walls to see if like there are any like styrofoam you know bricks yeah. in the, that they can push. Have you out. seen Austin Powers? Yes. Or yeah, there's a they totally land yeah, like, scene. Yeah, the, uh, aren't you gonna like shoot them? <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm sure everything will go according to plan. It's fine. I've got a gun in my room. Let's shoot them yeah. right now. No, 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 it's fine. This is much better. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so so the, I actually honestly did like the last the last well not the last ten minutes because the effects are so so bad. Um, the final scene is like <laughs> so bad, but the action scenes with the, the plane, I really, I really like the plane scene. I really like the truck scene, yeah. despite the fact that it made absolutely no <laughs> sense whatsoever. But actually, bringing up the fact, I had never thought about this before. But um, you mentioned the fact that it's like based on these 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. like pop comic thing. I can totally see that now. Like how, first off, even the the villains that those would have been the villains at the time. Yeah, right? totally. In those right. comics, but all of the comic book logic that's like playing out, you yeah. know. And one of the things I should have said in the main main review is like. In my head, what I was expecting was, because I haven't, I hadn't actually seen all the Star Wars stuff until fairly recently also. Oh, really? And I was pleasantly surprised. Like, it still felt like it really, for the most part, held up. You yeah. know, little little things here and there, but like... Did you watch the ones that have the special effects added, or did you watch the originals? <sighs> were you talking... I think the ones The ones that yeah. you hadn't seen, were they the old ones or the new ones? I, I don't remember for sure. Okay. I, I've some mix of the two you know i don't okay. like i think one of them i saw with the new special effects one i didn't i think the very first one what episode we're talking like four five six not one two three yes okay. exactly yeah um i was did not think they would hold up and i was surprised like even even visually you know like they hold up because i think maybe part of that was because they had to create this world you know this thing doesn't exist yeah, right? yeah they yeah. they have to construct the death star and they have to have all these things um and i was expecting that level of believability mm-hmm. here because it was all almost all the same people are involved 
Well, uh, same, yeah, even like the same, the screenplay by the same uh, writer, right? Like Lawrence, whoever, whoever's doing, the guy who's doing the new, new Star, the new Star Wars. Oh, really? I think he wrote this the screenplay for this and for Empire Strikes Back. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Bodes well. Yeah. So I was, you know, I, for whatever it's worth, I was, I had confidence in this because of that, because I knew that like they could, these people yeah. could do that, right? Mm-hmm. But thinking about it and particularly with what you mentioned, which is that it's like based on this comic book logic, it's like, oh, okay, that actually makes sense. Because Star, Star Wars it clearly was not based on that Yeah, at all. totally, yeah. It's much more serious. And I was expecting, because I remember like when I wasn't allowed to see it, you know, growing up, it was like, oh, it's too scary. Oh, and yeah, that's yeah. what I've always had in my head is that <laughs> oh, like, but it's wow. other than the last five minutes. Not really. It's not really, yeah, yeah so. Yeah. Yeah, last five minutes is scary when you're a kid though. Like, yeah, now it's just bad. <laughs> now it's just goofy. Yeah. yeah, now it's just weird, yeah. Um, do you have like a favorite scene being man, the, being the fan that know. you are? I just like that there's a, there's a bunch of like funny little parts in it. Like um, I like the part where there's like the whole fight in the marketplace, and the guy comes out with the sword. He's doing yeah. all the tricks with the sword, and he just shoots him. Yeah. And I, I know everybody's heard this piece of trivia, but like apparently Harrison Ford like had the flu, like he was sick that day and like could not do the scripted sword fight sequence. And so he just shot him instead. <laughs> and so they added the sound effect in and were like, screw it, we'll just do it. Like, um, and there's another really great part where it's, I think just after they escape from the plane exploding or something. The, f- the fruit thing going up. Oh, the fruit thing's really good yeah. too. Um, now what was it? Oh no, it's just, it's between the plane and the car chase scene, right? Okay. So there's like one little tiny little bit where it's like uh, Indy and Marion and Sala. And yeah. uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to get that arc back. So I was like, how are you going to do that? And Indiana Jones says, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. That is not his line. Like, that is not oh, the really? line. That, no, he was supposed to have a line that actually explains, like, what he's about to mm-hmm. go do. But Harrison Ford couldn't remember his line. <laughs> so he just ad-lifted. And it's great. Yeah. And you can see, you can see uh, who's it? John Reese davies He sort of, like, has this little smirk on his face. And yeah. he's like, that's not your line. <laughs> <laughs> That, those are actually, honestly, those are the moment, the moments when he's doing the action slash comedy thing. Yeah. He is like the template for other he's movies. That, yeah. Yeah. On. He's so good at that. And even yeah. like in the in the more scripted situation where he like tries to put uniform on and doesn't fit. Yes. And like beats up the next guy that comes and that, that one fits, you know. <laughs> yeah. Th- those are those are the parts I really, really like. Yeah. And actually, it's kind of the sappy part, but I actually kind of dug the little scene where he's like all torn up and whatever. And they're in the boat. Yeah, yeah. And he and she's like, well, where the hell does it not hurt? You know, it's so yeah. like, we're here. <laughs> yeah. Those, you know, those yeah. little things. That reminds me of where she flips the mirror over and hits him. Yeah. And it zooms out so you see the whole boat. You hear the scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no, no. Just, yeah, just like a, I mean, they're mostly just like character moments of yeah. Indiana Jones, right? Because yeah. he is just such like a fascinating and hilarious like character. Yeah. Um, maybe, so maybe all those parts are what I think is the really cool yeah, stuff. Yeah. I think I think because because they capitalize on that, I think more like in Last Crusade, it's why I think oh, absolutely yeah, enjoying yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Totally. There, there's, there, I, I always wanted there to be more of that in this film. Yeah, you yeah. know, I was, yeah, they play. Yeah, in Last Crusade, they play off each other so well because Sean Connery's playing this like totally straight laced like here's what you get, and Harrison Ford gets to always bounce off of that in different mm-hmm. crazy ways, you know, and, and the whole thing with like. I don't want to spoil another movie. But <laughs> the, the like shared love interest thing, that that whole thing. Oh god, <laughs> that's hilarious. Just because the way they play it, it's just yeah. like it's like what? Like, yeah, it's kind of a double take sort of thing. Yeah, she talks in her sleep. It's like, yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So there are. I mean, just for the record, it's, it's there were moments I really truly liked. Yeah. It's just I think 
thinking about it now, I think the problem was whenever they had the Nazis on screen, mm-hmm. they were not believable in any form no, that they tried yeah. to present them as. They weren't yeah. believable as scary. They weren't really funny, at least not in an intentional way. Yeah. They were just these like over the top caricatures of yeah. like, oh, they're evil people mm-hmm. and like. Which, which is really often how the Nazis were portrayed at the yeah. time yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which I they get are, that they are, at the time. Are, yeah. yeah, now they're not. You know, you know, they're often portrayed as much more you know, you know serious or scary yeah. Yeah. villains, but they're very you know bumbling and cartoonish. I think you know yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, which is crazy because it's just the. <laughs> there's nothing cartoonish about that <laughs> that period of time, no, right? Yeah. It's just like it's such a weird juxtaposition of like. Yeah. The reality versus like the cartoon. I mean, maybe yeah. that's how they made it palatable. But, but. I, I don't know. I think that's how the media was at the time. Though, yeah. You know. Um, so I want to get you guys' opinion on. So one critic, one major criticism that's leveled at Raiders is that if Indiana Jones was not present in the movie at all, it would end <laughs> the same way, which is that the Nazis would get the Ark, they would take it to the island and open it, and they would all die. And so he actually is not necessary for the plot of the movie to happen at all. Would it make it back to the museum? Well, no, that wouldn't happen. But the Nazis would. Or actually, and it wasn't even the museum. It was the top men, whatever. Top I, men. I, did, I did such love a famous very, line too. I yeah. love that very, very final scene mm-hmm. where they think we're like in this box, and then it slowly pulls back, and it's just this like, you know, epically enormous warehouse full of identical boxes yeah. like that. I, so, so as somebody who has never seen the movie before and missing this whole chunk of like popular culture is the implication that they have other things of equal importance spread out through this entire warehouse. I think so. Okay. All right. Good. Have you seen the crystal skull? Yes. So you've seen, I mean, a long time ago, whenever it was in theaters. Well, have you seen the crystal skull? Okay. I mean, well, I, they, they pay it off in the Crystal Skull. Like the first scene of the Crystal Skull actually takes oh, place in that place. warehouse. Oh, I did not. Well, they, that. they knock over one of the boxes and the arc's in it in one of the scenes. I like, totally forgot. It's like about a that. really quick cut. It's I just, almost I mean, want to watch the movie now. No, you don't. <laughs> you would, yeah. I don't know. Maybe watch like the first five minutes, just enough to see the warehouse, yeah. the warehouse thing, because it's, it's supposed to be Area Fifty One, and so it's like I see. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense though. Yeah. But see, this is more the theme of like you know the fourth you know Crystal Skull is totally a fifties comic book. Yeah. Area Fifty One, the bad guys are Soviets. It has to do with space nuclear aliens, explosion. Nuclear explosion. Like it's totally. Yeah. The kid, they got the greasers. The, you know what's it, Shia, Shia LaBeouf is like yeah. the kid on the motorcycle. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's right, absolutely yeah. like a fifties, a fifties kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So tons, are, tons of pop culture. References. So here, here's my question: because they're Disney bought Lucas, are they going to do another? Ooh, man! And would you want them to? Was Crystal Skull can JJ Abrams direct it? <laughs> yeah, seriously. What's that? Was Crystal Skull a success financially? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, not I not know. not for fans or critics or anything but neither was temple of doom it was a not, yeah. not a success either but I mean, it was a I financial think, success i think it I, i'm sure there's an audience out there for it so in the same way that there is for star wars i mean the, the most recent star wars that were made were not highly regarded either they made a ton of money based on the name i can't imagine they wouldn't break even at least right yeah. i mean that would be pretty awesome yeah they would i mean they would have to have somebody else be in the it'd be like lost right? it can't be it can't be shy of what, what the hell do you say his name? LaBeouf? LaBeouf? I think it's LaBeouf. LaBeouf? I don't know. We know he's... The kid from Transformers. Yeah. We are of nothing experts in pronouncing French <laughs> names. <laughs> but who would be the new Indiana Jones, right? Because they kind of set it up in the Crystal Skull. I think they would accidentally kill wait, wait, him off or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I don't know. What? Yeah. So this is the worst well, we just spoiled the Crystal I mean, Skull <laughs> for anybody who doesn't want to know the plot twist <laughs> at the end of the Crystal of Skull. Of all, all actors that picked him? I know. Oh. I think I think they saw him as doing... So he did, it in Transformers, 
he did the action comedy thing as well. And I think that's what they saw in him. Still, for Spielberg, you know, I think it is the, the deal there. Spielberg did Transformers? No. That's Michael Bay. Oh, no, I think he produced it or something. He was involved in the first one. Yeah. I'm, I will bet you lunches for the next two weeks that he was involved in the first Whoa, one. Whoa, confident. Uh, Should we I, check I on he, I don't know if he was produ- he's producer or something like that. Oh, he is executive producer. Oh, you should have thought of something I see good. sushi in my future. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so okay. yes. So that's where I found Shia LaBeouf <laughs> when he worked on the new one. Fair enough. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I, I mean, what do you think? Do you think I, they would, if you were in the position of, of Disney having this property, would you not? Plus there's, there's the Indiana Jones rides at the park. Actually, you know what? Strangely enough, um, I would have, um, was it Brad Bird that did Mission Impossible yeah. 4? I'd have him do it. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. But who would you cast? That's the tough question. Would you do a reboot or would you keep going with the series? Oh, man. Fine I time. think I would, I think I would reboot it, but I would set it in modern times. I wouldn't do a thirty. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think? I thought it was, I thought that was part of the charm of the movie. Was yeah, that the thirties? Like it is a little bit, but I think you could still do. Right. Well. Yeah. Would you? Would, or would they? Would you go full? I Tomb basically Raider want Uncharted. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just want that to be a movie. Can we just do that? Well, they are doing oh, Uncharted we should get, four. Um, oh, uh, yeah, Nathan Drake, whatever his uh, name is. Yeah. I don't know his name. I mean, I can't think of his name right. Uh, yeah. no, well, Nolan not, North. Nolan. Oh no, 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 not the voice actor. Oh. Um. Nathan Fillion? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's what I was thinking. Like, you know, actually, that would yeah. be, yes. I don't know. I think it would be too campy, maybe. Could he do the... I think it would be perfect. I think, really? he, I think, he, I think he's I think the best possible candidate. Yeah. That's, 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 do you like Firefly? Seven years old. What? Do you like Firefly? Not really. I thought it was well, okay. Well, I actually I mean, didn't finish it. I know I'm losing like all my internet no, credit points. Like, well, no, the end was the best. The end like, was I, the best. I, 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 I saw like, the movie. I, it was so hard for me to make it through like the first two thirds, and then the, the oh, last really? third of the season. I'm like, well, actually, this is this is getting good. Like, I can actually get into this. <laughs> and, and then, then it gets killed. And then I like the movie a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the movie's pretty good. Yeah. I like other things he's done. Yeah. No. I loved him in Doctor Horrible. Well, actually, I hated him in Doctor Horrible, but I mean, that's his character. But that was the point. No, I think I think actually in Indiana Jones, I mean Uncharted is essentially Indiana Jones, but in modern times. So I think it actually captures a lot of the charm. What for me the charm is like the globe trotting sort of aspect yeah. to it, and like the idea that you know just off the beaten path is like some amazing mystery, like yeah. just waiting for you to find if you just turn over the right stone. And I think that's. But the I feel like, I feel like the '30s is like the—that's that, a tail end of when there was like exciting, uncharted, yeah, like exactly. parts of the world to find. Yeah. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, I agree. At, at the end of the, the Great Age of Exploration, or whatever, it's right. the Golden yeah. Age of Exploration, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. We'd already explored all the interesting parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I bet what I'm picturing is if they released just a teaser, like literally just the sound, the soundtrack, <laughs> and the logo, people would lose their shit. It would just be—it would just be like the hat and then the whip sound yeah. effect, and that's it. And, and it'd just be like all the yeah. money if they knew. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> if they knew if they knew who the director was and they knew it wasn't going to be a repeat of Crystal Skull, you know, if they yeah. knew it was somebody that that they could trust, yeah, people would lose their shit. People are like losing their minds over. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If they did it with Indiana Jones, I think they could they could yeah. have that level of maybe not Star Wars level yeah. crazy, but yeah. something up. There'd be nitpicking for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably be in line to do some of the nitpicking, but <laughs> it would still be awesome. Please, somebody Disney. <laughs> yeah. 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 Can do that. This one, Disney, make this happen. <laughs> Brad Bird, Nathan Fillion. Brad Bird, yes. We know people will call him. <laughs> Actually, you call him. They'll answer your calls. Why are we whispering? <laughs> you don't want to scare the Disney oh, execs. Okay, They're very good, shy. Good point, good point. Yeah. See you next time.
My parents' dog apparently now has a hoodie. The premise of the movie is that um, Indiana Jones is a archaeologist. He teaches archaeology at I think Stanford. And yeah, I saw they were flying over the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, like, and that was Stanford. I think so. Yeah, uh, right. It did not look like Stanford to me. Maybe not. It's also <laughs> supposed to be the 1930s Stanford, so I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I thought he was like in Princeton or something. No, it's definitely no. California because they flew out of San Francisco. Yeah, Wait, he's an archaeology Berkeley? professor. Maybe it's well, maybe it is Berkeley. So we're at the end of this. <laughs> Sorry. Is it Berkeley? Is that Berkeley's or, campus? I just did not, so, did not at all look like, like Stafford's campus. I mean, uh, it would, it's probably not going to look like Berkeley either, honestly. Marshall College. I don't know where what? that is. Maybe it's fictitious. He's a professor. We'll edit this. Uh, anyway, he's, he's in Speco. California, for sure. So let's back up. What? <laughs>